Good morning, baby. <laughs> Good morning. We are back in action. If you hear some background noise, that's two crazy pups running around. We've taken away all of their squeaky toys. Yeah, I wish I was like them first thing in the morning. They have so much energy. I, they like wake up. They're like, ah, I'm so refreshed. It's a new day. <laughs> they're so excited. Mm. I'm like, ah, oh, get me my cup of coffee. I know dogs are like. Just happy to be awake in the morning. Oh, yeah. And we're like, where's coffee? <laughs> I want to stay in bed. <laughs> what do I have to do today? Yeah. Well, we've made a commitment to ourselves, to one another. For better or for worse, we are going to get a podcast out because mm-hmm. our people have spoken, the tribe has spoken, and they miss it. Yeah. And I think I've missed it, too. I like it when... Uh, when they're concise and, and we have this opportunity to talk and flesh things out. So I have missed it. I think most of the time we just, you know, we make all these excuses. Oh, we need a quiet space. We need uh, X amount of time and we need to have this well thought out discussion and, and all these other things and factors that influence our, our podcast. And we turn it into this kind of insurmountable project that is just overwhelming which it really doesn't need to be right and the truth is most people including ourselves have short attention spans <laughs> they don't want a three-hour podcast they want a don't bore us get to the chorus um song i like that i've never heard that expression you like that oh, that's cool it's like bon jovi shot through the heart <laughs> right right to it let's get to it and we're gonna get right to it don't bore us get to the chorus I did a webinar the other day in our lifestyle group. So if you are a member of our lifestyle group, you know I hop on our Facebook Live two times a week on average, Mm -hmm. sometimes more, and, you know, dive into a topic. You guys are there to ask me questions if you need, but it's often me talking about things and me helping you guys out. And the topic the other day was how to stay dialed in when you're not seeing progress. Mm, That's a good one. So, you know, for those of you that are unsure about our lifestyle group, other than weekly check-ins, other than monthly phone calls, other than all this content, you are getting us holding you accountable in that group, in our private Facebook group every day. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a post, whether it's a Facebook live video, whether it's special content just for them, you're, you're hearing from us consistently. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really good topic because it kind of gets to the root of something I've been listening to a lot lately is, you know, you can't just do this or change anything in your life with motivation alone. Where are you heading? I'm moving. Am I boring you already? No, the dogs happen to only play. How did they get a squeaky toy? They found one. (laughs) The dogs only like to play under our feet, so I decided to stand up. Okay. So, yeah, getting back to the, to the root of the, or the topic, you know, how do you st- stay dialed in when you're not seeing progress? And I think, you know, oftentimes in this journey, we can, we're highly motivated at the beginning. Um, we start to see the scale move often very quickly at the beginning. So you're coming from this really motivated place and you're moving with that momentum. But as soon as, you know, you stop seeing things like the scale moving, it can be very hard to stay dialed in and to stay you know, on that, on track and, and to stay motivated. And I think, you know, a lot of what I've been listening to lately is, is because motivation is not this everlasting thing. It's like, I think it's Zig Ziglar said, 
motivation. I'm going to screw up this quote completely. Requote it. Yeah. Zig Ziglar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zig. I'm going to completely destroy your quote, but it's something along the lines of like motivation doesn't last. It's like bathing. We recommend it every day. It's kind of the same idea as like you don't stay clean every day. See, we I get it. I, to- we, I we totally. Understand. Somebody has to look that up. I totally destroyed that quote, but. The, the whole premise is, cool, motivation is a great place to come from and, and to start with, but you need discipline and you need routine habits to actually continue to make progress and to make something everlasting. Well, I like the idea of motivation is what gets you started. Discipline is what keeps you going. Yeah. And, right, so when that motivation is waning because you're not seeing progress, it's easy to stay motivated, scale move down a pound. Scale move down another half a pound. Scale move down a tenth of a pound. It's moving. Mm. I'm PRing at the box. My clothes are fitting better. No doubt it's easy to stay motivated. You know, one thing with Jerry, for example, our, our client that's lost over 100 pounds, if you check out our Instagram, at On Your Eating this past Tuesday, we put him up. He's also running his first 5K this Sunday, which we're very impressed and proud of. But it's easy for him to stay motivated when the scale moves, mm. but when the scale doesn't move, he reaches out to me. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like the dude, the scale didn't budge for one day. Right. You couldn't walk 20 feet. You just ran three miles. Right. You know, so we have to look elsewhere for that motivation and for that progress. But, you know, so diving into this, let me, let's get to the point, you know, if you're in our private group, you heard me talking all about it. I want to take a slightly different spin on it today and ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. You weren't on the Facebook Live, so if you're in our lifestyle group, you're going to hear it more from Roz's perspective. And if you're not in our group, you know, it's an opportunity for you to kind of eavesdrop in on the conversation. But when was the last time you didn't see progress? So it really wasn't that long ago because for the first couple of months of this year, we were, as you know, out of our house. And so that always presents a bit of a challenge. You're out of your normal routine. You can't have necessarily always access to a kitchen or eat the way you want. And I think, you know, I'll admit, I definitely got a little bit sloppy, a little bit lenient with my tracking. And um, anyway, when I got, when we got back into the house, I was like, cool, I'm going to be back in my schedule. My routine can eat when I want. I'm going to see progress. Because, you know, I noticed like, I felt a little bit fluffy, um, I would say. <laughs> I wouldn't say husky, but fluffy. I'm husky. All you're, right. You get, you're not you husky. Get fluffy. Right. You're not husky right now. <laughs> no, but when you get fluffy, it's typically when I'm husky. Right. So, um, so yeah, first couple of weeks back in the house, I, and the scale just was not budging. And I really wasn't seeing any change either in the mirror. So that was really hard because I was like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, I really had to think about it and kind of look at my diary and and look at like what I was eating, how I was, you know, what activities I was doing. Just in general, I was like, okay, something's something's up. I've got to pay more attention to what I'm actually doing here. So when when something like that is happening, is what goes through your mind? Is it that old school thought of, well, I need to drop my food. I need to run more. Absolutely. Like my first thought was, okay, I need to drop my food. Um, <clears throat> and did you drop your food? And I'm trying to remember now what I actually did. And I think at the time as well, um, 
you know, it was actually a really stressful period because we were about to launch our lifestyle membership. So there was a lot of things going on and I wasn't actually putting in as much work at the gym as I had been for uh, a couple of months. Because even when we were on the road, especially when we were in Atlanta, we were always training. Yes. So when you say you were on the road, you got a little off track, a little devious, if you will. Does that just mean you were loose with your numbers? While yeah, I was more loose with my numbers. I would say I was training pretty hard, um, but I was definitely loose with my numbers. So you come back and you're like, okay. And I think all of us that are you know, listening can resonate where it's like, hey, I'm away. I'm being loose, still tracking, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to be home in two weeks. I'm going to dial it back in. Right. So then you start to dial it back in and you're like, well, you know, WTF this isn't working. I thought I'd drop this, you know, fluffiness and be back to where I want to be. Right. But, you know, as I said, I started really looking at, okay, am I, am I tracking accurately? Am I actually still putting in the same amount of training? Like what's my stress levels like? And I kind of realized, well, one, there was a lot of stress going on. Two, I still was being a little bit loose with my numbers. Even back in this house. Yes. Like, if I'm being honest with myself... Behind my back. If I'm being honest with myself, I was not tracking everything. Give me one example of that. I love those freaking... Pretzels. Pretzels from Whole Foods. I knew you weren't tracking those. <laughs> and I don't say anything. But I could tell you, like, just go in the closet and grab one. I'll just like, have, like, one. One or two. Yeah. And but, it's like, but that stuff... I mean, I don't let it spiral out of control. But it, it does a lot up. And it does, like... You know, shut it down. Why yeah. Why don't you just shut it right. down? Why are you having it, really? First of all, I preach this to people, so mm-hmm. I need to be able to do it. Right. But, and I agree, you are very good at, like, you just need to satisfy that sweet tooth in that moment. And, like, that would lead me to a crazy binge. But for you, it's, like, one or two. Mm. But are you doing that multiple times in a day? No, I wasn't doing it multiple times in a day. It was like at the end of the day. But you do that here and there. You maybe have a little bit here. Right. 100 calories adds up. Yes. So, okay, so you start to dial it in. And as soon as you kind of... So so what you're saying is, I'm not seeing progress. First step, check yourself. Check yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Am I, am I truly training as hard as I was or should be? Am I being diligent and consistent with my numbers? What else? Um, well, other than that, then I would start to look at, okay, am I actually seeing progress elsewhere? Um, so where do you look for that? So I would usually use the mirror because at this point for me, my clothes fitting me really, it doesn't change too much anymore these days. Although I'm hoping that will happen. My booty starts growing. Right. You want your clothes to change. You want your pants to get tighter. Yeah. In a good way. But right for and for a lot of people, when you're right around that goal weight, you know, you know, especially for women wearing like Lululemon type pants, mm-hmm. you might not see it versus a pair of jeans mm-hmm. where you would notice, hey, this is tight around my waist. Right. And I think for someone like you, at least, by the time that would happen, you would have already checked yourself. We're not allowing ourselves to get grow three or four inches around our midline. No. So you're talking a little bit. So the clothes was not a good indicator of progress for you. No. But for other people, it might be. For sure. Absolutely. And I definitely recommend people using their clothes. And, and I, I highly recommend taking progress pictures or using the mirror. I think it's very difficult when you just look in the mirror day to day. You actually need to take a picture 
because you're so like you're so involved with yourself it's really difficult for you to see those changes I think day in and day out unless you have a picture to refer back to and I would say in general when you're taking progress pictures you know once every two weeks is probably a good um, a good kind of calendar to keep but um, but yeah you know going back to that whole concept of clothes fitting and and the scale not really moving you know actually I was just talking with Jade the other day our client who's the pastry chef in Orlando and, and if you look back on our Instagram or on our Facebook fan page Jade did a great testimonial she works at the glass knife in Orlando uh, while being a pastry chef while dealing with her business opening she still lost what 27 pounds well, right now she's at total weight loss of 18 pounds, but originally I think she had started off, she managed to lose eight pounds like right away and then going through a bit of a stressful period over the holidays, put, put some of that back on, but managed to drop it again quite quickly. And then since, since then she's stayed on, on track and she's, she said to me as well, you know, I'm not seeing the scale move anymore right now, but she said the body composition change is, is phenomenal. Like she really sees it happening. Um, her, like, you know, she went out and bought, what do you call this? Oh, like a cute little romper suit. She was like, I never would have dreamed of buying something like this in a million years. She was like, I walked past the shop window, saw this cute little romper, went in and bought it, didn't even try it on, took it home, tried it on later. She sent me a picture. I was like, oh my God, you look drop dead gorgeous. And I'm just, I love that. I love when people actually can reflect and take the time to appreciate that, hey, I am seeing some changes in my body and, and I'm okay with the scales staying the same. I, it's super hard to do though because, you know, I'm, I'm just like everyone else. I do get frustrated when I don't see the scale going in the right direction. And when we first got back in the house, I was like, I got some fluff. I need to see the scale go down. You know, now I'm at this point where it's like, okay, I'm trying to put on muscle. I'd actually like to see the scale. But you're, up a little bit. when you're saying that, you also keep an eye on your body composition. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Not an excuse to just old school bodybuilder gain 30 pounds. Yeah, I'm not doing it that way. <laughs> I would not be comfortable with that. So you, you, you dial in your tracking. You're, you're looking at these other things. Did you finally see progress? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, part of it is, is just... Getting to that place where you're really honest with yourself, I think then gives you that ability to, to, well, for me anyway, to be like, okay, I'm all in now. I'm not going to let the scale or something else affect or influence my daily habits. My daily habits have to stay the same, have to be consistent. That is what's going to give me the results. So rather than me focusing on the outcome of what I'm trying to achieve, I was just focusing on tracking, hitting my numbers every day and being dialed in and honest with myself and, and making sure I was scheduling time for my workouts, which I hadn't been doing. I had just been letting work pile up on top of me and I had not been scheduling my workouts in like I, I was consistently before. So what I hear when you say that is trust the process. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Okay. I'm doing the right habits. I'm making the right decisions every day. I'm, I'm doing the right actions. Yeah. I can't be wrapped around the result. I know by doing these things, the results will inevitably come because A, I've been there before I've done it. Yes. And B, I'm smart enough to know I'm making the right decisions to achieve that. Absolutely. And, it, and that is hard and because 
the biggest part of that is being patient. And I know how freaking hard it is to be patient in many aspects of life. But with your body and with your nutrition and, and all of that, like you absolutely have to be patient. It takes time. But you, you know, take these progress pictures every couple of weeks and you will start to see small changes. Um, and don't lose sight of, you know, if you're training for something, don't lose sight of the uh, progress you're making in the gym or at CrossFit or whatever it is that you're, you're training for. Well, and I think not to steal your thunder, but at the same time that we came back, I was, I didn't get very off track while away. Well, you had come off the back of having a really bad stomach bug thing from, where were you? Greece? Greece, yeah. Because this was during the holidays. And so ever since then, you had been pretty dialed in with your eating because you were just suffering every time you ate anything processed really right so coming off of that made it a little yeah if, if you if you want to work on getting better quality foods <laughs> no go to Greece so I don't advise that you go drink the water in Greece <laughs> go to Greece drink a ton of water <laughs> so anyway yeah you're right I was coming off the back end of that where I was just afraid to eat anything processed basically right so I um I stayed relatively dialed in but at the same time I came back to the house and I was at like 145 and I was, I mean, you can go back, the videos that I've put up on our Instagram story recently, or you can look where on the, you know, a few months back, I was still pleased with how I looked, but I was like, man, I really just can't crack through to that next level. Mm -hmm. And same as you, it was like, okay, like I wasn't being crazy off track, but weekends would come. And, you know, for me, I travel on the weekends and it's hard to stay dialed in. And really all it took was... I need to be dialed in on Saturdays and Sundays and be consistent. And now I've been down at 140 ever since then. So I think, you know, reflecting back to what you're saying to myself, it's the same thing. Like, number one thing you have to do is check yourself. Are you actually doing the right actions to get the results you want? Right. And I think, you know, there's still balance with that. Like, so you're being more dialed in on weekends, but are you driving yourself crazy about it? No, not at all. Right. Not at all. I mean, for me, all that represents is to be, you know, honest. I Every weekend we eat out on Saturday. So what that looks like for me is when I have control over my food. And, and first of all, let me rephrase that. We always have control over all of our food. But what I mean is when I can truly pick every single thing I eat in a day, I take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow I'm going to drive to Jacksonville. There's no reason on Friday and Sunday... I can't eat 100% dialed in because I, you know, any, you've seen me, even when I've been flying recently, I leave the house with my entire bag of food for Friday. And I think this is so cool in case any of you guys don't know this, but the vacuum packed meals that we get from Fears, you can take those on an airplane. So if you're traveling somewhere that like going to a hotel for a weekend and you're taking a flight, you can literally take these meals with you. Well, and what's crazy is talking about TSA. I literally take a Ziploc bag before I leave the house yeah, the night is, before. This is so funny. I freeze water. Yeah. Put it in, you know, obviously put it in the freezer, take it out, and they allow ice on a plane. Right. Which to me is like, wait a second. Like, how is that any different can, from the water yeah, in your bottle? Right. You, you realize I can turn this into water, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually Jesus. I would also say <laughs> that a solid block of ice is potentially more harmful than liquid well, water. Well, that's what I thought. I'm like, they're not afraid it's water. Like, they're afraid I can hurt somebody with this. 
Right. You know, it's like, hey, I may look like Jesus, but yeah, <laughs> anybody can turn ice into water. I'll sit on this for 30 seconds and they have a, a, a bucket of water. And so, you know, Fridays I do that. I bring enough food that at least whether I'm flying home or driving home, Sunday I can track my day because I, you know, bring oatmeal for the hotel or you bought me one of those Kodiak cake, you know, pancake and a right, flapjack and yeah. a bottle, so to speak. And, um, you know, and, and like I was saying, Saturday is control breakfast, control as much as I can for lunch. We go out to eat for dinner. I don't have control over that. It's not a chain restaurant ever. It's always like a local spot. But it just looks like, hey, you know how much food you have left. I'm smart enough to know that I can eat a well-balanced meal. I get typically something that is easy to track, like how many ounces of chicken come with this or steak, and I have veggies instead of your pasta, etc. And it's just, you know, to me, that moment of eating a hamburger or ravioli is not worth how I'm going to look, feel, and perform for the next couple of days. Right. And I, and it, I think... You always handle that really well when I've seen you at those meals. You know, everybody else orders starters or appetizers for the table to share. And, you're, and you order, you're like one appetizer, like salad or something, so that you know you get your greens in. And you just have that. You're not like helping yourself to little finger food items here and there and then not tracking them, you know, which I think can be a lot of people's downfall. Sharing foods at restaurants is terrible. That like That's a slippery slope to just... Thrown in the towel at the and, end of the night. And you also have to know your weaknesses, like whether it's in the gym or outside of the gym. For me, it's, hey, if those appetizers come and I'm hangry, which by 6.30 on a Saturday after a level one, I am, I'm going to go crazy. Mm. So I ordered myself a salad. I asked for the dressing on the side. I don't care if that salad comes with blue cheese or feta or cranberries. It's not about that. It's about that salad is a better decision than sticking my hand in those nachos and fried, you know, mozzarella sticks. Right, and just not knowing the quantity of what exactly, you're eating. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, yeah, well, you know, when we talk about all of this, obviously, you know, you can relate that to when you're not seeing progress to, you know, I think the number one thing we're telling you is check yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, are you doing the right things and are you being honest with yourself? Beyond that, what Roz said was, you know, take progress print picks, See how your clothes are fitting, if that's something that's important to you, you know, on, on your weight loss journey. And find other metrics inside the gym, maybe something you haven't spoken about, but how are you performing in the box? Whether that box is a CrossFit affiliate, your garage, or a yoga studio. Right. And I would say, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to kind of give a blanket statement about this, but I know people like to know time frames and things. And it really does depend on where you are in your journey. But I would say, you know, give yourself maybe up to a month. If you're still really not seeing any change and you're like, I am being dialed in, I am doing X, Y, Z, and nothing, like zero is happening, no fitness improvement, no body composition change whatsoever, then that is when you want to reach out to us for sure. Like talking this through with a coach is absolutely your next step. Um, I think... You know, even myself and even you, like we talk to each other before we change things and, and, and make decisions because, like I said, you're too involved when it's just yourself. Like you're too close to the subject, <laughs> literally yourself, for you to make an objective call about what your next step should be. And sometimes you just need to talk this through with someone and get their input and their objective opinion about 
you know, where, what your next step should be. Absolutely. I think that's something that people might not recognize about us. We, you know, and maybe we don't often realize that it's kind of, we have like a daily check-in with our coach. Right. You know, before you increased your numbers this week, for example. Just, I think last, whenever it was. Based on what I told you to do. Yeah, I was ravenous. Like we, we had uh, ramped up my training a little bit because I decided, okay, I actually want to work on my strength. That was my biggest weakness really coming out of the open and um I would like to improve some of my lifts so I knew that you know strength had to be a huge a huge part of that so we've implemented a little more training into into my week and wow my body responded really quickly yeah. to that I could not believe like the hunger and exhaustion and even the body composition change I've seen already so obviously needed to do something about that I told you hey look I'm just starving now I don't feel like I have energy to train and you're like okay let's increase your numbers let's do this and I oh my gosh it worked a treat and something else we did we took some pictures yes we took pictures before you started and we took pictures again Mm -hmm. so now like you said we're living by what advice we're telling you guys to do yeah 100% so (laughs) we highly recommend that you base some of this on your performance as well because there's so many of you that have reached out and like man i'm not seeing that progress on the scale oh let me tell you how i just pr'd my deadlift by 20 pounds yeah you know it's something we say is for for stuff like that to change you don't have to grow muscle like you're you can strengthen your tendons your ligaments your joints some of it can be technique improvement but a lot of the time when you're seeing strength improvement your muscle cells are growing yeah if your muscle cells are growing you're probably putting on a little bit of weight. The scale might not be moving, but that's when you're seeing things change in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So if you're improving in the box, you can take solace in knowing you're probably also changing something within and most likely your body composition. You and I have access to an in-body machine, so we can utilize that. If you have access to one, you know whether you're a local CrossFit affiliate or you Google it or a DEXA scan or a dunk tank, try to get a body comp done. For sure. I think that's super helpful. Um, I feel like we could go on and on and on about this topic. I'm like thinking back to other things that I implemented. I was like, oh, and then I started taking rest days again and uh, I felt like my body was so much better. So, so yeah, we, I could talk about this. Agreed. But we, we committed to 20 minutes. We've gone beyond that. We know half the listeners haven't made it this far because <laughs> you know we didn't put uh, shiny keys in front of their face. Something something drew their attention away from us. But we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, we we always want to tell you guys if you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss, email us, contact at ownyoureating.com or shoot us a message on our Instagram at ownyoureating. I don't know if people still use Twitter a lot these days, but we are on Twitter at ownyoureating. We don't use it a ton but it's but it's out there yeah well whatever social media you use if you listen to this podcast tag us let us know what your biggest takeaway was we'd love to hear back from you that's a great point yeah let us know so we're not just rambling for yeah i hope this podcast was beneficial in some way so if you have a a takeaway point you'd like to share maybe highlight for us and we could be like cool next time we'll talk more about that yeah let's do that if you're listening (laughs) 27 minutes in and you got just one nugget if one thing resonated with you yeah let us know what it was how's that fair enough yeah perfect all right reach out to us in one way preferably post it on your social media and tag us 
preferably share the link to this podcast, however you listen to it. It's on iTunes. I think we're on Stitcher. We're, uh, you can watch these on our YouTube channel. But uh, however you found it, however you listen to us, share it with someone. I, I want to add one last thing, just in case anything that we said really did not resonate with you. If you are a dog or animal owner, you need to buy a laser because that will keep your animals occupied for hours. Our dogs are still running around looking for the laser that we were <laughs> just playing with on the floor earlier. So there you go. That can't be the takeaway, though. <laughs> it can. It can be the takeaway, just in case. So, so hit us up and let us know if you have any topics you'd like for us to discuss in the future. If you're not already a lifestyle member of ours, check it out, ownyoureating.com. We have all new membership options uh, starting at $17 a month. And they can range from just tons of content. We post three workouts a week. Raw shoots out recipes. We have Facebook Live videos all the time, weekly check-ins, monthly phone calls. We do it all for you guys because we love doing this. So check it out, ownyoureating.com, and I'll let you sign us off. Goodbye. (laughs) Have a great day.